Here's what we're going to do today, okay? We get asked all the time, hey man, I want to buy a home, all right? Like, I, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do these things. What do I need to do? Like, what happens? You know what I right. mean? What What's going to go down? First steps. Where do we got to go? How do I get started? What has to happen? We've done these shows now for a while, and we have had this conversation before, but I think it's really worth reviewing and talking about again. Yeah, absolutely. Because as we were talking yesterday as a company, as a brokerage, as our agents together, as we meet every Tuesday together to talk and to train and to do try to make our businesses better, we had the conversation yesterday about how the real estate market is right now. Yeah. Okay? Now, it's, it's, it's so different from two years ago. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's so different from almost a year ago. I mean, it's yeah. changed that much from almost a year ago that honestly, the steps that we're going to tell you are the same, but I think we can inject some knowledge here and some yes. information here to people the that's really about what's going on right now. That's why we want to do these. This is live, by the way, right? Right. This is a live show. <laughs> yeah, we're here show. We're January here. the 13th. You know what I mean? It's yeah. right here. We're, we're doing this. So you look at it and you say, we're going to tell you what's happening right now right. okay, in the real estate market. Because buying a home right now, you may be that person out there that's bought 40 houses in your life. You may be an investor, but the market right now, different, right? what do I do to buy a house? Right. A little bit different. Mm -hmm. Things are a little bit different than they were, again, just a year or two ago. So it's worth us having this conversation with you guys. So here we go. Here's the first thing. You want to buy a house, what do you need to do? Here's the first thing, okay? And I'm going to put this in a, in a broad category and then we'll break it down. But you need to get in order, okay? Before you ever start trying to do anything, making any kind of moves, offers, doing anything, okay? You need to get your financial house, your financial situation. You need to get that settled, right? okay? You need to get that done. You need to put it out there because the decisions <clears throat> have to be made. Are you going to pay cash for it? Yeah. You say, who's going to pay cash? There's a lot of people paying cash. Right now, they're right now. There's a lot of people paying cash for properties. So you got to look at it and say, are you going to pay cash? If you're going to pay cash, where's that coming from? Is it coming out of your bank account? You're just going to go down here and get a, a check and write the check and be done with it? Is it coming from an investment? Is it coming from a 401k? Is it coming from some kind of stock or a mutual fund or whatever? Because those time frames may be a little bit different. Right. It may take you longer to get your cash. That's the first thing. Or are you going to be that person who are like the majority of people, probably over 75% of the people, they are looking at this and saying, nope, I would be getting a mortgage on this property. Right. Okay? I'd be going out, be taking out a mortgage, I'd be doing that. You need to get your financial house in order, that situation settled because you need to know, you need to have a conversation with the mortgage person to look at it and say, one, do I fall in the category where I would have money to pay down? Right. Am I going to be getting a zero right. loan? What's my payment? What's my rate? But what is the, what is the uh, range of homes in pricing that I need to go out there and look at? Right. Because the market right now is so competitive right. and so tight that literally I, I had the conversation just the other day with a person and two and three hours, man, you're getting eight and 10 showings on a property and yeah. those eight and 10 showings are leading to four and five offers. Yep. And so if you are just that person who's like, well, I'm going to skip that step because I want to go find the house first and I'm going to come back to it. Right. When you go to put it up, because you go see the house and there's 12 other people that are looking at it with you. Yeah. 
And now you got to go talk to them. And they know this. the answer to this question we're talking about. They know what's yeah. happening because they've been watching the show here. Then they're going to be a leg up on you to be able to get that house. Yeah. And we're seeing people lose properties, houses, even cash right now. Right. Because, again, they just don't have the financial house in order. Yeah. And, I mean, again, let's just be realistic about the whole the getting the pre-approved thing. I don't care what Zillow says. This is not going to be your payment on this house. No, okay. No. Zillow's always wrong. It, no. You need to be specific. That's what you're saying about, like, you yes, need to I know. I know what my payment's going to be. Because most of the time a lender's going to give you a, again, you can, just like the other day I had a guy call and say, I do not, I cannot right. go over $700 a month in a payment. What can that be? And the guy told me, you know, you got to stay under 125 Sure. So, you know, it's all, but all of that, all of that depends on, even in our area, let's talk about our area, from county to county. It's different. Those change because taxes. Taxes. Okay, taxes. Insurance, if you're including that on your payment, if you're getting financing, you might as well do that. Sure. Uh, that's going to that's gonna change your payment. So a lot of times you'll see these sites and they'll say, oh, the payment on this house is X. They're not taking into account taxes and insurance. No. So that's stuff. So people, a lot of times they stretch themselves out mm. because they say, well, I saw on Zillow that it says I can probably afford this much. Right. That's not true. Sure. Because you got to put taxes and insurance in there. You also got to look at it and say everybody's financial situation is different. different. Debt to income is going to play a role. Exactly. A lot of things are going to play a role to what that interest rate is. Right. The interest rate's going to play, as we talked about a, a couple weeks last ago. Last week, yeah. Last week, yeah. It's going to play a role in what the payment is. The payment's going to play a role in what, Absolutely. how much of a house can you buy. Absolutely. So it all works together. So yeah. the first thing is, okay, you need to get your financial house in order. Now we have, we get this question all the time. So what do, what, what do you tell me more? Well, how do I do that? You need to be connected with a bank, a mortgage person, you know, someone that's going to be able to loan you give the you money, money yeah. give you a mortgage on a property. It's simply a phone call, okay? We tell people all the time, we've got several, okay? We've got several, 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 and we would just, we we give you the knowledge, we give you, you know, the names, you call them and you figure out who you can work with, because I might get along with somebody and you may not. Right. So you pick them. But, but let me touch on this just for a minute, because I think this is something that people need to hear. People always say, "What does it matter? What, yeah. what 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 does it matter about a lender?" Sure. Okay. I mean, if, if you're going to give me money and you're going to give me money, what does it matter sure. which one I pick? It can be major in certain instances well, because again, okay. to us, we don't care who gives you the money. No. Uh-uh. You don't. I mean, you probably as a person don't care if somebody's going to give you well, money. I get it. You don't care who it is. Yeah. But if you've got a lender. That is not slow. I mean, that, or that is slow. Mm-hmm. That don't communicate well. Won't that respond. won't listen to you. Exactly. That can be deal breakers exactly. because once we get into this contract, mm-hmm. now prior to getting into contract, if you're okay with them taking two weeks to call you back, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Once you get into contract, if this is a problem, mm-hmm. this can cause you to lose the house. No doubt about it. Yes. So it's again, like you said. We got a bunch that we know and that we can say, okay, yeah, when you say, oh, I'm pre-approved, with oh, yeah, do a bunch of business with them, right. they're good. Sure. That's what we're going to, that's the information yes. that we're going to try to help you with is because, again, if we know there's one, mm-hmm. that they're slow, they have poor communication skills. Now, again, I tell people that. I'm going to tell you this. This is just the experiences that I've had. 
you know, they were slow. They didn't communicate well. If you still want to use that person, I don't care. No, no, we can't. I do it. not That's care. That's not our decision. Right. It's not our I decision. just want you to be aware of this could exactly. cost you the deal. Exactly. No doubt about it. So step number one is you got to get those finances in order. You got to know what you're going to do. And, and again, in this market, because it's two and three and five and six and eight hours these deals are happening that quickly. That stuff's got to be already figured out before you go. Because if you go before that, the person who's got it figured out, they're going to beat you out, even if they're potentially offering less on the property than you. They're going to beat you out on that. What do you got for number two, man? Give us number two. I got number one. You got to get financed. What do you got for number two? Uh, number two is, okay, I was, I was reading a question right here. You. Number two is you need to put in an offer mm -hmm. and you know negotiate. You need to go negotiate sure. your offer. Now, this is something that I want to talk about because, again, been seen. You got to go look, of course. We're giving you. Yeah, that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to yeah. go look. Go look at houses. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm saying that. Find but the there's, you'd be surprised there's a lot of people who's not. Exactly. But, anyways, so once you find the house, okay, let's just let's say that. Once you find the house you like, mm -hmm. put an offer in, negotiate your offer. Now, sure. in writing, mm -hmm. I, want, in writing, I want to be specific on in writing. Yes, you have to. Okay, people say, get this you question all the time. What we got to do is paperwork for. Yeah, can we just not call and talk yeah. about this? Yeah, can we, can we just call yeah. and say, look, I'd like to offer you this right here. Yes. That's, that's you know, again, two years ago, maybe it worked. Right. Maybe it worked. In today's market, like you just said, you got 8, 10, 12 people going looking at a house now, in man. a four-hour period. Yeah. Those people are writing offers. Yes. If they put it on paper and you've got a phone call, right. your phone call means nothing. No. Let's just be honest. When it gets on paper, it is a real legal binding contract. That's, right. that's what that's what goes everywhere. That's, that's, that's what it's makes it matter. It yeah. yeah. So verbal stuff is not no good. Right. It's not no good. Sure. You don't want to do verbal because again, maybe you're going back and forth for a day. Hey, mm -hmm. call over and tell them we'll give them this. You call over and tell them you'll give them this. And they mm -hmm. say, well, I don't know. You know, they hem haul around, then they give you two hours. Well, again, in two hours, how many of those people could have already went and looked, been writing offers? Down. They got pre-approval letters. They know where their money's coming from. Exactly. They're putting it on paper. Yeah. Now, who you think they're going to take? Somebody who's got a real offer exactly. in front of them. This is real. I signed this. This right. house is under contract. Or I'm going to go with somebody who's throwing numbers at me on the phone. Right. Exactly. That's real. And, and, and that's the difference in... You know, you got to look at it and say, put yourself in the seller's shoes, the person who's who's taking these offers. They're probably going to want to know, well, this is what I really got. You know what I'm saying? This is probably really what's like going to happen. This is what's going to be real to me. And I can say, hey, once my signature goes on here, I know now that I have a deal, even though. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes that paperwork can be a hassle. Sometimes yeah. it can be something that we're like, man, oh, why are we having to? But we're doing that for a couple reasons, okay? The paperwork and the negotiations are so, because there's protections in there for all parties involved. Yeah. Me and you just standing and talking on the phone or having a text message about what we'll do, there's nothing there to help you as right. a buyer. You want you want the protection right. as a buyer to know when it happens, it happens, and nothing can go out from under you. So again, that's number two. What do you got? Well, I, want to, I want to talk about one thing here because Kara made a thing, and I want to kind of make sure I understand what she's saying sure. and, and make sure that we're all talking. So she said, I've seen a lot of people lose their homes when they put in insurance and taxes with their mortgage payment because escrow keeps going up how can you even that out so that don't happen mm -hmm. so 
there's that is a variable. Now your house payment mm-hmm. to the bank. I don't care if they sell it to thirty-two different companies. Sure. Your house payment that you are quoted from the bank mm-hmm. will never go up. If it's a fixed rate mortgage. If it's a fi- yes, very, yes, very key. If they got a fixed rate, fixed rate interest, mortgage. if they've got a fixed interest rate, that payment yes. does not change. Mm-hmm. Taxes and insurance, however, can. Yes. But now, usually, this is just this is just usually. I'm going to say this happens at least ninety-five percent of the time. Right. I can't help it. On my house, just like I can't help it on my car, mm-hmm. if my car insurance rate goes up. Right. Now, let's just go back and speak a little bit realistically here. When people, because now sometimes this is a question that you have to answer because that scares people when they know that number is not fixed. Insurance taxes are not something that's going. It could change. Sure, it could go up. It could come down. Mm-hmm. But now let's just be realistic about it. Taxes, for instance. Sure. Okay. Now, taxes are broke down in 12 months. So, like, they take your taxes, and let's just say they're, you're good with math, okay? Yeah, I'm good so, with math. So, let's just say, though, that it's $800, your taxes mm-hmm. are $800 a year. Mm-hmm. They break that down for 12 months. So, I don't sure. know what that would average up to, but it's not right. a great deal of amount, okay? Gotcha. Now, my taxes from 2019 to 2020 or 2020 to 221, mm-hmm. they might go up. My taxes might go up fifty dollars this year. Right now, in in the grand scheme, that's that's kind of if if they go up, mm-hmm. probably won't go up no more than that. Sure. So now you're only going to change that fifty dollars and divide it by twelve by months. 12. So your payment's going to go up a yeah, couple four dollars and twenty five cents. Four dollars and twenty five cents. So right. it's not going to be something that's going to be like, oh God, I mean, uh-huh. there's no way I can pay this no exactly. more. Exactly. Same thing with your insurance. But now here's the beauty of the insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get another quote. Shop it. Shop the insurance. If your insurance goes up, call somebody else and say, what can you get insurance on my house for? And then that just changes. So it's again, again, if there's insurance people watching, they'll tell you. But again, just from, I'm not an insurance guy. I have no clue on how it even works. But from what I hear, it's good to shop it around every couple of years because rates change very, uh, very often in that, in that thing. So shop it around. If that goes up, you know, you, you're, you're paying $4.25 more a month yeah. now for your taxes. Call and see if you can get somebody to save you $4.25. Exactly. You're right back where you're at. So, but again, I know that does scare people. Right. I mean, I've, I've had that before no, where no, they no. say, I mean, I, I can't do that knowing that this could change. It's right. not going to change drastically. Yeah, yeah it should. I mean, you're not talking about getting, you know, if, your papers will go up 200 if, if your taxes change, the, the way that they could change is you go in and you do a lot of improvements to your property. Absolutely. You yeah. literally yeah. just bring the value of your right. property up and yeah. the assessor says, hey, yeah. when they bought this property, it was in bad shape. It was, you know, it was yeah. running down. Yeah. And now they've went in and done all this. You're, you could see your taxes jump, but yeah. it's it's not a common thing yeah. that you really see. If you're that. paying taxes on vacant land and now you build a house on it, well, of course, right. your taxes are going to go exactly. up. But again, we're talking about for the most part, 95 plus percent of what happens, you're right. not going to see that big of an influx no. on you taxes. should again, yeah. If you do, that, that's that's yeah. you know not normal. You should make sure what we're t- talking to you about today is is hey, I want to buy a house. Okay, we get yeah. this question all the time. What do I need to do? We're going yeah. through five steps. The two biggest ones, honestly, when I look at this, or the three biggest ones are probably these first three here that you've got to work through. Yeah. As the buyer of a property, first one's get your financial house in order. Second one. 
someone's finding property and get you an offer put on it in writing that you can negotiate out. It's signed, it's binding. That's the big thing. The third thing is, is after you get that, okay, you got everything done, you feel good about it, you've got an offer accepted, we highly recommend this next step this next step does not have to be done it's optional however we highly recommend to everybody whether you're buying a brand new construction property or you're buying one that you know this thing needs a lot of work yeah we highly recommend that people the next step is is to get a home inspection yeah. okay everybody says well, what does home inspections cost it actually costs Depending upon the square footage of the house, yeah. how far the home inspector's got to go and do Depending the on the home inspector. Exactly. Different things there, okay, you can look at. But let me tell you what. You're getting ready to, on average, we just had this conversation. On average, in the Lakeway area right now, people are on average for the price of a home spending 230 some odd thousand dollars. Yeah. You're getting ready to commit 30 years for 230 some thousand dollars, okay? If I had to pay, and I'm just going to throw a number out here because they're all over the board, but I'm throwing a number. If I had to pay $350, right. okay, for a professional to go in and look this house over top to bottom. Top to bottom. When I say top to bottom, I mean he's under the TVs, he's <laughs> in the attic, he's yeah. in the crawl space, the basement, checking the foundation, looking at your floor joists. He's doing everything, looking yeah. for mold, looking for electrical outlets, problems that could burn your new home down. He's looking at all these things, or she. He or she's looking at all these things. You look at that and you say, that's the best $350 I could spend in my life to make sure they're going in and seeing things that I can't see. Right. Because me and you, when we go in and start looking at a home, I can see what I can see. Uh, yeah. But I'm not yeah. a pro for me to tell you, is there fungus growing in the vents of your HVAC system? Exactly. I don't know that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And honestly, you probably don't know that. Yeah. So you look at it and say, we like to tell people the next step is get a home inspection. Now, here's what's going to happen. Now, home inspector's going to come out and look at this house. And again, I'm looking at it saying from a brand new construction, this bad boy was just built to one that you know has got a lot of work on. You're going to get back about a 30 to sometimes 100-page report. Yeah. <laughs> Depending upon what's going on in this property, and they are going to outline for you everything that they see that could be wrong right now, could potentially be wrong in the future. They're going to give you a report about this house. So worst case scenario... They come back, you pay them three fifty. They come back and say you have no problems. Right. No problem, man. Ain't a thing wrong. Don't with that you. make you feel good at that point? But one thing I've never seen one that they said you ain't got no problems. They right. always find something. <laughs> right. But anyways, don't that give you a little bit of peace of mind? Hey, I'm getting ready to move into this thing, and, and everything's in working function, yeah. and there ain't no mold. It does that. On the other hand, they're gonna come back to you and they're gonna say, I got bad news. Right. You can't see this, but there's been a leak somewhere from the tub. It's been leaking between the tub and the wall. And nobody knew it, nobody's seen it. Right. It's been, it must have been doing it for a while. But literally, the whole master bathroom floor underneath has black mold all over it. You just protected yourself and your family from that yeah. because a pro went in and yeah. did it. We recommend step number three is get a home. So inspector. listen, this is just what I would Our say. Our home inspector friends out there, you are thank us. Yes, absolutely. But uh, I mean, realistically, this is just me. I personally, if I was going to sell my house tomorrow, I would I would want to make sure that I've got things. If I know that things are wrong, I would want to make sure that I fix those before sure. I try to sell it. Most people are that way. Yeah. So it it it's not that they're going to turn and try to find stuff. This person's hiding, hiding. from you. No, they're trying to hide from you. A lot of times it's unknowns. Like I said, they might be a leak that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. And so, especially again, a lot of times houses that have crawl spaces and mm -hmm. no basements. 
I mean, do you make a habit of crawling underneath there every day and looking for a leak? No. So a lot of times you're going to find stuff like that. Now, again, just like a just like a lender. Getting a good home inspector is a, is is a good thing because again you want to make sure they're checking everything. Exactly. You know, so again, Check it out. you don't want to you don't want to get somebody who they say, oh yeah, well I mean everybody else is doing it for three hundred dollars, I'll do it for one fifty. Right. You know what I mean? So right. and not that the one not that they mm-hmm. might not be doing a good job, but I'm just saying you want to know that hey, I'm really gonna go out there and check it out. Right. I'm really gonna go check it out. You want to make sure they're thorough. Now listen, like Mike said just for a minute ago, that. Chances are they're going to find some kind of problem. That don't mean it's going to be a big astronomical problem. No. It could be because, again, this is what I tell people. You are paying a private eye detective right. to go through this house with a fine-tooth comb. They are going to check every Everything. detail about yeah. this house. If they don't understand if this is right or not, then they'll say, I'm going to recommend you to get an HVAC guy to sure. check it out, a mold guy to check it out. Right. They're going to recommend other people, but they kind of know what to look for. Gotcha. Okay, so you want to make sure that they're checking it out top to bottom. You want to make sure that you're okay. Just understand going in. If if Jason and Tina was watching this right here, they would tell you because that was the last new construction I saw, but new construction house, people's thinking, you're crazy to spend 300 bucks to get a home inspection. Mm-hmm. This is a brand new construction house. Mm-hmm. We had a list, right? A list of problems, right? Again, none of it was ju- that was Wasn't major, major right. But again, little problems. Did the builder do that intentionally? Absolutely not. But this is just like little things, like your downspout extensions to get your when it rains, it comes down together to get it far the you get it far enough away from the house, right? So little things like that that hey. You don't think about it at the time. Was there right. downspout extensions? Yes, they just wasn't far enough. Exactly. So little things like that, and you got to understand, you're going to have little problems. It's right. okay. We can work through that. Now again, if they come back and say, "Hey, man, your exterior wall is leaning massively. Right. You've got major yeah, structural they, problems." Structural you know what the benefit of that is now? Now you have a way to say, "Okay, look, I don't want this house no, no more. I'm out. I don't want this house no more." Yeah. So your contract. That we wrote up in step two allows you to do that. Exactly. If you don't have it, you don't have no protection. Protection. The protection is there. So again, we're talking about. We got one more here. Okay, we got two more actually, but we'll go through them quick. We've been we've been along. Yeah, because my fourth one here is nothing. Yeah. So we we're going through these. I want to buy a house. What do I do? We've been through the first three steps. Give them number four, and then I'll give. So them quick number, five, number four is if you're getting a loan, there must be an appraisal done. No, sure. basically what there's two things you need to know about this. Number one, you're going to pay for it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why we tell This could be another expense to yes. you that you're going to have to pay for an appraisal an appraisal and a home inspection they're non-refundable fees mm-hmm. so but what's the importance of the appraisal for you you want to know that the house you're buying is worth what they're trying to sell exactly. it to you for again home prices are up tremendously yes. and people who look i'm just going to be real quick on this and then we'll go people real quick young people who come look? I point at myself like I'm young. I'm 40 years old, but mm-hmm. young people. 40, Lord, you're 40. Yeah, young people in their 20s. A lot of times they're going to get their parents, and which is totally fine to yes. get your parents to come look at you. And the first thing they're going to say when I bought my house in 1989, mm-hmm. I could have bought this house for 85,000. Right. It's 215. Right. You're crazy. Right. Prices has changed Isn't for one. But listen, it's a benefit to you as the buyer to know that hey. This house is worth what I'm giving for it. Mm-hmm. If it comes back, it's two fifteen is what you've offered on it, and it comes back for one seventy five. Right. 
there's like a 98% chance they're going to drop it and sell it to you for that price. Now we've got an appraisal. We've, now we've got an appraisal on yes. file. We know this is what the bank will lend on mm, this house. Exactly. So it's it's a it's a good thing. Exactly. We'll not harp on it. You've got to pay for it. If you're getting a loan, it, it has it to be done. Yes, that's a big thing. Got to get it up front because a lot of people don't know those fees, okay? Last thing we'll talk about and then we'll let you go for the day. The last thing you get to do is the funnest part, all right? You get to go to the closing company, the attorney's office, the real estate office, wherever you're going. You get to sign a whole lot of paperwork, okay? So you got to have make sure you got your, your wrist ready to go to sign the paperwork. Yes. You got to sign a whole lot of paperwork. And then the last step is you get the keys to your new home, your dream yeah. home, whatever you've wanted. That's always the best part, but there's a lot of things that's got to happen. We gave you four big ones that's got to happen before yeah. that, but there are a lot of other things that's got to happen through that process. If you are thinking of buying a home, you know somebody thinking of buying a home, they just got questions, just want information, just need a little, you know, let's bounce this we'll, off. We'll go in detail about a lot of these. Yes. Let's bounce it off somebody who does this all the time. Have them to call any of the agents at Elite Realty Group. Yeah. They would be glad to answer you the questions and be more privileged to serve you, to walk you through the process of literally taking you from start to finish in searching, finding, pre-approval, all that, and getting you in your new home. It would be our honor to serve start you. Start to finish once you get pre-approved and we find the house. Mm -hmm. Once we make that offer, you're looking 30 to 45 days. Exactly. And, you're and you're now doing what he said. You're moving, closing, you're, moving in. Again, that where it goes back. If your lender, if your lender's slow, this right. this hurts you. you can all this. Slow it all down. So again, that's our real estate information for you today. Again.